Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Do Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair deserve the main event of night one of WrestleMania? Find out our opinion on episode 119 of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. Hey, yo, it's showtime, here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mr. McMahon, the stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, George drive everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare, you know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the source Not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts, what? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast You know, Brandon, you would think after 119 episodes You would know when the intro's playing to shut the fuck up <laughs> Oh, I didn't know they could hear us still, man I thought it was just like a total I literally put the, the mics live right at the last part Right when Brandon goes uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know whose laugh is more annoying. Uh, Brandon's laugh right during the intro or like Sasha Banks when she's on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making fun of Sasha Banks, man? I, I actually really like Sasha- the feud between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I like the fact that she's like really, um, really a heel uh, right now. Mm. But by, by the way, they're calling you Hitman Brandon <laughs> Brown in the chat. <laughs> I'm the Hitman. Yes. I love it, man. That's that might be my my gimmick. Hitman Brandon Brown. Brown. Maybe if you put an <laughs> S in front of there, you. if you put an S in front of there, I think I'll be happy. Uh. Man, yeah, but that would be a cool gimmick. Like I could just come out behind people, I give them the sleeper, like put them out and like drag them away. That'd be my thing. You know, it, it's funny. OBS is like a little bit robotic today, so it's like it almost looks like you're just like moving in slow motion. But it's okay, Brandon. Should we talk as long as it sinks up? Let's talk some wrestling, man. I want to. I want to start off hot and heavy. What are we talking about, man? Oh, let's talk about about the, the title of the people in the picture, Brandy and uh, <laughs> not Brandy. Wait, 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 wait. I was thinking of Brandy Rose. I'm Brandy Rose on the line. I know Brandy's talking about Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge, but no, no, he automatically no. went into into Brandy Rhodes. It's like, holy crap, what's going on? And by the way, people are asking, is it me yeah. or is the sound quality better? You damn right, the sound quality's wow. better. I spent a lot this of time. I spent a lot of time, baby, focusing on that sound so you can hear the crispness in our voice. Not Christmas, but it's like Christmas when you listen to us, baby. It sounded like XM Radio, right, guys? He's like uh, a modern-day Howard Stern. I want you to hear this the better tone in my voice, voice now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the video of course it, the man. funny part of course the video is lagging so Brandon, Brandon we're, gonna, we're gonna stop this right now we're gonna fix this oh, right no. now all right oh, let's man. just do it all right all right let's come on Brandon. what are we talking about here i listen to the bass of your voice no i didn't mean brandy Rhodes or and i want to talk about uh bianca Belair and sasha Banks. yeah good job brandon you are you even a wrestling fan that's what i want to know like i feel yeah. like when people tune in they'll be like um wait one second they will be like, I know that guy knows about wrestling, but what about the other guy? Because the other guy is just sitting there. He, th- we can't even see his eyes. He's a 
Freaking SHIT man. <laughs> the hitman. Get it right. Wait, you mentioned Brandy Rhodes. Let's talk about that first, right? Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about uh, Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, all right? Um, Do I have to choose which show I'm going to watch? I guess. <laughs> what do, <laughs> what do you mean, do, people? We what got Miz and Mrs. <laughs> and then we got Rhodes to the top. Like Brandon, I, I only have so Brandon, much time. Brandon's so torn between the two because he's got the yeah. Miz, the Miz and Misses, and then he's got Br- Rhodes to the top, and we know that he stands for both. I, I can't. This is like insane. And are they going to be on the same night? Are we going to have like a reality TV show? No, wars? I doubt it. I doubt it. They're going like to be the on Wednesday the same night. night. Wars? What, what was this, what was this the Tuesday night reality wars? I know. It'll just be insane. I won't know what to do. I guess I can record Miz and Misses and watch Rhodes live. But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't even know what to do. This is this is crazy. Here, I'm, I'm fixing this OBS because we're lagging a little bit for some reason. But yeah, um, what I was gonna say is uh, a lot of people, I guess, gave them shit because they were like, "I didn't like this because uh, it's Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes kind of believe in their own hype, and now they're just <laughs> like, people. I don't know people. People, very, Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes are yeah. very very polarizing, and I feel mm. like people read into their lives a little bit too much. Where they're like saying things like, oh, wow, like who wants to watch the show because it's just going to be them talking good about themselves for a couple hours. But hey, you watch our show. That's all I do right. for an hour a week. Just, yeah. Talk good about myself. Well, yeah, not me. Not me so much. But yeah. yeah. I but, mean, um, yeah, I don't. Do, do you think they're, they're stars, you know? At yeah. least Cody, like he, he's a recognizable but, figure, you know. I mean, if the Miz and, and Maurice can have a show, like why not Brandy Rhodes, right? <laughs> uh, and, and Cody Rhodes, like you know what I mean? And it's it's going to be entertaining, like. But let's talk about something else. I don't even want to talk about Rose to the Top. I want to talk about something else that kind of irked me. Um, and I think you'll be surprised when you hear what irked me because it'll sound like I'm saying one thing, but go, I'll go a completely different direction with it. Mm. Situation is this Brandy Rhodes. I guess there was a transcription of an interview that she had done uh, where she talked about uh, post baby because obviously she's pregnant post baby. Mm. Uh, her plans uh, basically the insinuation was, you know, she would hire a nanny, go back to work, that sort of thing. And oh, wow. what people were picking at was her saying that, you know, having a kid would be a challenge. And I'm not going to name names, but I do feel that i need to speak on this especially as uh someone in the wrestling podcasting world there's a lot of wrestling podcasting friends i have out there uh i feel the need to speak on this because father man Let's uh, hear there is the yeah and i'm i've been a father for almost four years my daughter's birthday is on wednesday so almost four years um that's 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 your chance to say well happy birthday to her uh, oh Brandon. that's right happy that's birthday on, by the way Here, brother, uh happy brother. birthday to the, to the kitties i'm sure i'll think i'm just kidding but um yeah in all seriousness uh so brandy rose basically said you know her kid's gonna be a challenge in that sense um and having kids in general is a challenge and a lot of people were picking at this they were like hold on a second they're like, a kid is not a challenge. You're supposed to, you know, care about your kid. You're supposed to be a good parent. And you're sitting there saying, uh, you know, your kid's a challenge. Now, if you want to know who I'm talking about, because, again, I'm not going to name names. You can go on onto my Twitter at AKFYT Wrestling. And you'll see I retweeted this because Brandy Rose responded to him directly. 
Um, and so, the tweet says in question says, wait, did Brandy Rhodes call her child a challenge that she's going to drop off with the nanny? I would never refer to my son as a challenge. Zero percent chance. I watched that reality show. Now, let me tell you something. All right, wow. because you're going to white knight and try to look. The whole thing is you're trying to seem like a good father because you would never say this about a son. If you're naive enough to, to not think that a child is a challenge, then I think the, the fault is with you. OK, a child is a challenge. Having a podcast is a challenge, all right? There's a lot of things in life that are challenges, right? A freaking 100K race is a challenge, right? That doesn't mean that these are things I don't want to accomplish, that I don't want to be a good father, I don't want to have a good wrestling podcast. That just means I'm willing to rise up to the challenge and make the things work. So again, to read into the verbiage that she said, oh, she's going to drop it off, drop off her kid to the nanny. Here's the thing, Brandy Rhodes... I admire Brandy Rhodes. Let me tell you why. She is going to live a hard life in this sense because it's going to be hard to have a successful career, have a reality show, and then have your kid, right? So guess what? She's willing to hire a nanny to pick up the pieces where she may falter a little bit because she's human. But for you to say, you're, oh, I would never say my kid's a challenge. Then I would say, how are you viewing parenting? I view my kid as a challenge, but she's a challenge that I want, a challenge I want every single day of my life, okay? Right. Because it's rewarding. Because the best things in life are challenging, but they're equally fulfilling on wow. the opposite end of things, okay? okay. What were you going to say, Brandon? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about challenges every day, but I understand. I, I get where you're coming what from. What I'm saying yeah. is a video game is a challenge, right? You like yeah. playing video games, right? And when you fail about four or five times and then you actually beat the level, you feel accomplished, right? That's life. That's just ah. life. And the p- reason I have a problem with the person in question, right? Because once Brandy Rhodes retweeted him and said something, he backpedaled and he was like, well, I wasn't trying to troll. What were you trying to do? Right? Because I've seen it in the mm-hmm. past. I've seen it in regards to me. This is my point. I'm just going to say it on air. When this person stopped doing a wrestling podcast and they were getting tagged in a bunch of posts from wrestling podcasts, all of a sudden I got a nice message, a nice tweet that said, can you please stop tagging me this? I don't even watch wrestling anymore. And then this person posted something saying that wrestling is not what it used to be. I'm not a fan. This, uh, the wrestling business is not what I want. They, they went on this scathing promo on the wrestling business and said, Basically, the, it's the wrestling business's fault, not the fact that you became a bitter fuck and stopped watching, right? Mm. So there's a, a lack of accountability here, and that's my problem in this whole situation. In every situation, there's a lack of accountability. And this is someone I used to call a friend. This is someone I used to say I really respected. We emulated their podcast for a little bit, his podcast. Mm. Now, then he stopped, saw he wasn't successful in the sports end of things, and then came back to do this and now all of a sudden he likes to be tagged in things and he likes to be uh discussing wrestling and then throwing shit brandy rose's way at the end of the day okay forget wrestling podcasts forget anything i don't respect you as a person because of how you literally attack people when it's not in your favor and how when you don't understand a situation you're holier than thou and or what my sister cool cool yeah yeah this right. cool, cool, yeah, my sister yeah. had a nanny okay my sister did well for herself and she had a nanny and a couple years after the fact she quit her job and she became a full-time mom 
and the nanny was no longer in the picture. Am I supposed to say because my sister hired a nanny at a certain point to go back to her career that she's not a good mom? Mm. Here's the thing. If, again, if I'm just looking at it from my point of view, okay? I've, I have a daughter that's four, almost four years old. I quit my job to spend more time with her and work from home. Am I supposed to look at this person and say, well, because you went back to being a teacher, you went and, and, and you did this stuff, you drop off your child in daycare, you're a worse parent than me? Because it's the same mentality, right? It's the same mentality if I sit there and go, well, you're a worse parent than me because I chose to do this. I did this. At the end of the day, parenting is not a one-size-fits-all thing. Just like podcasting, nothing is a one-size-fits-all. Everything is unique and you have to adapt. And I commend Brandy Rhodes for understanding that with her work-life balance that she's going to need some help. And if she has the resources to make it work, who are we to damn her for that situation? That's all I'm saying. Challenge challenges we face and uh kyle says hulk hogan was my nanny well let me tell you something brother <laughs> i am mr nanny and i'm gonna come to babysit your ass <laughs> but uh i just wanted to say that man because it, it's literally it literally irked me to read this especially mm-hmm. uh in the wrestling podcasting world i feel like we're supposed to be a beacon of positivity we're supposed to people are supposed to tune into us to kind of be inspired not to troll wrestlers not to troll their personal lives Remember, these are people. These are people. Forget wrestling. Forget everything. These are people. And how you treat them is how I form my respect for you. But anyway. Uh, speaking of respect, how about Prince William being named the world's sexiest bald man? <laughs> Look, the only thing I I'll it. say, oh, we don't have to get into this topic, but the only thing I will say is that as soon as Prince William was named the world's sexiest bald man, I instantaneously went to the uh, the Rock and Batista Twitter pages to make sure they didn't die. You got a little salty about that? Because as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> look, and I'm a heterosexual male when I say this, but it, Batista yeah. and the Rock and Jason Statham and D- D- Stanley Tucci, what's his name? <laughs> there are a lot of bald men that would need to die for Prince Not William to be named man, yeah. the sexiest bald man in the world. And God help Prince William the minute I shave my head. But anyway. <laughs> Do you think they did it just, you know, in light of the sort of controversy surrounding the royal family? So they're like, hey, you know, what's up about? But then, but then that's, <laughs> I, then I critique you even worse because it's like, why do that? Yeah, because then it's not a legitimate <laughs> list in my eyes. If, if, you're, if you're doing that to where <laughs> you're just giving, throwing them a bone, then it's not a legitimate list. That's even stupider to me. But anyway, Brandon, um, speaking of um, abysmal things happening here, what happened Uh-oh. with Impact this week? They drew the lowest rating oh, of no. 2021, and they had Kenny Omega on the show. <laughs> you know what, everybody? Uh, I have to say, you know, normally I'm pretty much right about everything I say on the show. Uh, my predictions, <laughs> my picks, uh, Stone Cold Locks. But I, I will say I, w- I was wrong about this. Uh, you know, I had said, I think in an earlier episode, I was like, you know what? I'm really excited about sort of AEW and Impact sort of working together and doing this sort of cross-promotional thing. And, like, I, I think it'll sort of grow things, you know? We'll see what happens here and there. Uh, but, but it just seems like everybody sort of stayed the same, or lost viewers even, you know? Like, it didn't really... It hasn't blown up the way I thought it would. Like, sort of having that crossover. Are, are people souring so on the relationship between AEW and Impact? Is that a sign of that? Right. 
And, and that's I, why I yeah. asked. I because I I've said it in the past. Like I don't necessarily care about the partnership. I I I care about Impact. I care about AEW. But the partnership's not really doing anything for me because I feel like they haven't executed. Um, because it's like I guess it didn't turn into an angle per se. It just turned into like a soft association. Um, and then not only that, but you know, obviously Kenny Omega is going to be at the next pay-per-view and it's supposed to be champion versus champion, but it's almost like, I feel like they didn't strike while the iron was hot and did it it need to move faster. It should have moved faster at least to get to that point and then kind of trail off from there. Then you could cool it down and do some other things. By the way, people are asking what the black marks on my finger are. Uh, what's funny is like, there's like a little like rubber thing, like that came off my computer and it's just, I just stuck it on my finger. I didn't even think about it. People are like, what's the, what's the black mark on your finger? Like, the mark of the Fauci. Cause I did get my yes, first, that's I did what get my it first is. vaccination uh, this week and just in time for WrestleMania and brand, I texted Brandon. I'm like, Hey man, I get my first vaccination. Brand's like, Oh man, you got the mark of the Fauci. So uh, we'll probably get ding monetized for that. Um, but Kyle says, I think the good brothers are a good representation of why it's failing they feel like nameless henchmen impact feels a tier below when in my opinion abew should be building up and yeah there's something to be said for that because i'm not here to you you know say impact is worse or aew is better anything like that but it does feel very weird because yeah you got carl anderson and uh luke gallows showing up on aew but it doesn't feel like anything it just feels like Mm. cool i'm happy they're there but it doesn't do anything for impact on the impact end of things they're really, really doing Omega some good stuff, <laughs> but it's like if people, if AEW is not leading into their uh, stars appearing on Impact, what does it really do? I don't know. Like, again, um, this goes back to a criticism I made, which was I don't think this partnership is going to be as good as everyone thinks. And it's not necessarily that I want it to be bad. It's just it, it should be built a certain way. Like people should be here's I think here's a good way to say it. It feels too buddy buddy. There should be feel like there should be a sense of hostility when people walk in, you know, so it should be that like Don Callis is betraying impact by showing up on AEW TV every week and bringing and Kenny Omega and impact star should say what you think we're second rate citizens. You want to go attach your ship to Kenny Omega? Well, guess what? I'm going to show you Don Callis that I'm everything you thought I wasn't and, 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 you know, basically exile Don Callis. But then you have the again, the good brothers show up every week on AEW and it's just like, oh, okay, they're here. It should be like they're fighting to get into the building. What are you guys doing here? Like, you shouldn't be here. You're impact wrestlers. You shouldn't be on AEW. So every show should think they're the best ones. Does that make sense? Like, it should be like AEW thinks they're the best. Impact thinks they're the best. And then let the fans argue about who's actually right. Let us form the opinions. So those soft associations, to me, do nothing. And I also kind of wondered about, like, the sort of the viewing audience in general, like, is there like really a crossover between sort of, you know, impact, uh, AEW, NXT? Like, it's weird. It just kind of seems like people are watching their show. Like, even though they're sort of interacting, like, neither, like, one is gaining the other's fans or, or anything. It, it exactly. Like but that weird. goes back to the hostility thing. Like, what, what is there right. to tune in for? What is there? Right, if, right. if I know, if you say something like Don Callis is go, on TV going, you know what? AEW's. AEW's world champion is showing up on on Impact, and he's going to teach these guys a thing or two 
about how it is to be a real world champion and like take a shot then you get you can have rich swan come out on impact and say oh he's the real world champion i don't know where you've been the last year but i've been carrying your stupid company i've been putting dollars in your pocket and you want to say that this guy's a real world champion screw you and screw this company you know like screw you i'm gonna represent this i shouldn't say screw the company but screw you you're not you're detrimental to this company I represent, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's like, there right. should be some, if you don't feel it, why should I feel it? If you right. don't believe in your product, why should I believe in it? And look, uh, Kyle says, bluntly impact isn't a good enough show to dedicate two more hours a week towards watching wrestling. And let's talk about that. Right. Here's another, here's another thing that's happening. Impact did announce that they are moving to Thursday nights. So they are moving back to their traditional time period, uh, time slot, I should say, of 8 o'clock on Thursday nights. Now I ask you this question, Brandon. Doesn't it sound like they know something that we don't know? Oh, oh yeah, about NXT, right? To me, this is all but confirming that NXT is moving moving. to Tuesday nights. Because if NXT wasn't moving to Tuesday nights, why would they be so reactionary? Because I don't think they just saw the bad ratings and said, okay, we should get off of Tuesday nights. That's right. But it's more so like if we're getting these bad ratings, you got AEW dark already. You're going to have NXT coming into this place. We, ain't get, we can't compete with that. We, let's go to a free night. That's what it felt like to me. At least that's what it felt like. Right. I, do you think this is a good thing now that you sort of having the show spread out a little bit so you don't have them on the same night? Even though we kind of wanted the Dude, war. It, doesn't, it, it almost doesn't matter because I, I think Sean Ross, point, yeah. Sean Ross sat posted um i think it was like mania week is so ridiculously stacked with so much wrestling right. every single week uh on, t- on television that yeah and it, you know we're in a time period you remember that we used to just watch raw and smackdown right now we're in a right. time period where it's like there's so many things to watch oh man like i'm excited i'm excited as a wrestling fan because there's literally not one night of wrestling or one night that's without wrestling and the thing right. there is a lot of people are like well it's too much wrestling you don't have to watch my, the thing is, the thing is, you don't have to watch. Like, there's a lot of wrestling, but you're gonna have, you know, NXT. You're gonna have AEW. You're gonna have choices. ROH. If you don't want to watch one of the companies, don't watch. It is your prerogative, you know. So if you're not a WWE fan, you know, you got all of these other companies. That's that's what I want to point out. You can watch all these yeah. other companies and still feel like, oh, you got your a week's worth of wrestling. If you're just a WWE fan, you can watch just WWE and get a lot of wrestling. If you're someone like me who likes it all, you're screwed. Never going to see my family. <laughs> never going to see Brandon. I'm just literally going to be parked in front of my TV all day. And that's a sacrifice I have to make. You know, Brandy, Brandy Rose is getting a nanny. I'm going to park myself in front of the TV all the time. Now you know how I feel having to choose between Ms. and Mrs. and then Rose at the top. Brandy, you're not going to watch either of those shows. You haven't seen one episode of either. I might. I might start. I might. Can't even can't even get it out yourself. <laughs> My voice cracked. I know. Okay, so let's read some <laughs> of these comments. Yeah, <laughs> if they're trying to do anything, AEW should just absorb Impact to make it mean something. He said, "I don't think they should absorb it, but there's a way to do this, uh, a loose affiliation, and still make everybody kind of come out on top." You know what I mean? But that's where I went, and I said I didn't. You know, going back to it, I said that I don't know if an AEW and Impact relationship helps because now that the lines are blurred a little bit it's like you have the same audience for both shows anyway and it's like it doesn't do anything but to build the audience and then it's like i feel like if if it doesn't build the audience why do it because then you're just cannibalizing both of your products 
you know um and i I knew what i was talking about but you know everybody's like no no this is cool i get it i get that it's cool but i'm talking about a business aspect just because it's cool doesn't mean it's the right thing to do you know there's other good wrestling podcasts that i could probably bring on here all the time but then at what point does it become why watch either of our shows when we're just cross filtering into Mm. into both shows it's just double the double the uh, content for no reason yeah yeah exactly and that's why i almost like don't bring people on you know so that you know i can tell i could tell you like other podcasts are good i don't necessarily have to cannibalize my product to do it you know i'm just saying anyway um yeah speaking of uh cannibalizing product about your boys at the peacock network edited all the footage man what is this nonsense so you know, I'm not going to be politically correct when I say this, so forgive uh, forgive me ahead of time, but um, I'm just going to give you my opinion, and you'd probably be surprised at this. So, it was discovered the other night that Peacock is editing footage uh, off of the WW, their version of the WWE Network. Um, so, basically, the first thing that was in question was Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown from WrestleMania Six. Um and now, if anybody doesn't know, again, I'm not going to be politically correct, but if anybody doesn't know, um, <laughs> people are saying, Kenny, can you knock out Brandon? What is he wearing? Uh, I, I, I want to, just so, so you know. Um, but Peacock so, is editing the footage of, again, Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown. If anybody doesn't know what Roddy Piper did at that pay-per-view, and I never understood this as a child. I was naive. I, uh, I kind of just thought it was cool, right? Again, that was my opinion as a child. But what he did was he put uh, black paint on one side of his whole body and he said, he told Bad News Brown, he goes, you don't know which side of me you're going to fight. You're going to fight Hot Rod or the Hot Scott. And I thought, I was like, cool, you got a split personality, like, you know, that sort of thing. Like, so that's all I looked at it as. And maybe, again, maybe baby facing it, maybe that's what they looked at it as the time, you know, just like a split personality kind of thing. But now that I'm an adult, I can see that that, that was a very bold and bad example of blackface especially since his opponent was bad news brown a black man so very controversial in that sense and i get it and and roddy piper's the baby face in this feud too so a lot of things that you know probably in hindsight they're probably like you know that wasn't a good idea yeah because macho man is censoring this obviously (laughs) um but you know i get it and then but then you got the half of me right so i get why they removed it i guess is my point right but then you got the other half of me who's like, if it happened, it happened. And it's like, if, we're, if right. it's on a streaming service that we're paying for, it's like, I'm not here to endorse it, but it's like, just leave the event as is how it happened. So it's not an endorsement of the footage as much as it's like, don't edit anything out because like, right. that's not what I want. Would, and you know, would I go and watch that match back and be like, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> But again, it's just like it. But feels at least like, you have the choice, right? You have the choice to watch. I mean, you don't have to watch the match if you don't right. want to. Why? And, and like, make again, it so I can't watch it at all. This this is just my opinion, and it's like again, you know, if it was a free service, maybe. But it's like it's a paid service. But at the same Pain, time, yeah. I get it. And then look, uh, everything pro wrestling says it best. Exactly what I was going to say, which is like, do you think a, a disclaimer like Disney would help? That's kind of what I'm getting oh, at. Yeah. We went and watched uh, on Disney Plus. We went and watched uh, what was it? <laughs> What's the uh, was it Peter Pan? And um, oh wow, they put a disclaimer on Peter uh, Pan. Well, not Peter Pan. Crazy. What's the movie? Oh, 
the one with like they had the Native Americans and they literally were like red. Oh. I can't remember. If somebody remembers, tell me. But literally, Disney put oh. up this, a disclaimer that said, you know, this was insensitive. Even at the time, we don't endorse it then. Uh, you know, we didn't endorse it now. It, it shouldn't have been done then, but we left it in for you, you know, to come up with your opinions on it. And I, I'm surprised they didn't go in and just, like, color correct it or something. <laughs> so, you know, and maybe they should have, but, you know... Um, <laughs> oh, Disney is. But, you know, Disney made that decision, and, and kudos to them, because I always say with things like that, it's like, it's like we learned... I like to see that we've learned that we're better than what, what the content that was produced earlier. Does that make sense? It's like I almost want to be able to look back and say, wow, that was really insensitive wow that was really bad without censoring it because i feel like there's a learning lesson there of like obviously what Roddy piper did was insensitive and we see that now let's move forward let's learn from it now did they uh, i'm not sure did they edit stuff out on like the original wwe network like no. i know they had to like dub stuff no, and stuff like no, that no. this was intact but, but actually, i will say okay. i will say what's happening now for people in canada whatever's being edited on peacock is now coming out of the actual wwe network as well oh, so like roddy piper versus bad man. news brown is gone from the wwe network as well like in canada for example and so yeah. it's like Again, again, it's just my opinion. I don't think anybody is wrong with their opinion on, on this matter, right? Because if you say, like, Piper having blackface is wrong, they should edit that out, I agree with you. If you say, okay, maybe they should have left it in, it was insensitive, but we should leave it intact, put a disclaimer, I agree with you. It, that's, that's what I'm getting at. But um, I want to read this. Kyle says, yes, Kenny, the censoring does nothing. In fact, I'd argue leaving that stuff in provides educational value of what not to do. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, you know, when we're in schools and we teach about, you know, again, controversial and, and forgive me, I don't want to sound insensitive, but we learn about slavery. We learn about all these unfair things. I know as a child, these things, hearing these stories, and again, I'm, I'm not black, so it didn't affect me personally. And that's maybe maybe that's the disconnect on my part. Maybe, if, you know, if I was a black child listening to all of this, I'd be like, I don't want to hear about that. And it would trigger me differently. OK, so I will acknowledge that. But hearing about, you know, uh, slavery and how um, unfairly African-Americans were treated made me go, I will never treat a person like that. I will never treat a black person like that. I will never look at someone and say, just because you're a different gender, different skin color, I'm supposed to treat you differently. So hearing the mistakes of the past made me a better person for the future. And, and I don't know. So again, intention is there. The intention, every, all here at the end of the day, all of us have the intention of betterment, right? Whether it's censoring it or not wanting to censor it and learning, we all have the intention of betterment as a human society. So that's why I can't fault anybody for acting in this situation you know what i mean i can't say well screw peacock over this i did i did make fun of them a little bit though you know what i mean i said something about like edge they i, I posted a picture of edge and christian hugging and i said i said in before this moment uh peacock edits this moment out you know because christian's in the competition uh but <laughs> hey hit me up in the chat what what do you think's gonna be edited out because i will tell you another uh you know vince uh. saying the n-word uh was definitely edited out to john cena which that was uh for context that moment was literally was John funny. Cena was kind of acting a uh, little urban-ish. So Vince come up to, came up to him and said, what's good in the hood? And keep it up my, and you know, he says the word. Yeah. And uh, they even make fun of it because when he walks away, Booker T's there. 
He goes, tell me you didn't just say that. I thought it was hilarious at the time. I think I think most of us thought it was hilarious at the time, but I get why it's problematic. Again, I get why it's problematic. But again, it's like one of those things where I feel like, I don't know, I'm like the Vince McMahon character is delusional. Not Vince McMahon. Does that make sense? Like the Vince McMahon characters. But again, I am not the crowd that would have a problem with this. So I I can't necessarily speak. Is the Peacock Network going to edit out Hogan from his hosting duties? They better put Bailey in there. Um, So I'm going to read some of these comments because I want to call attention to them. I think they're very good arguments just to hear everybody's point of view. Um, All right. So here, um, there's no freedom in this world anymore, Kenny, and you can't even joke around people without being offended to them. I agree in a way, but I understand in a way again. Um, if we take this to a logical conclusion, the Peacock should put a disclaimer on every show because some someone somewhere <laughs> is offended by something. And okay. I wouldn't mind that. I actually wouldn't mind disclaimers on the shows. Um, <laughs> WWE's going to edit JBL kicking out illegals from the border. Oh, my God. That was... <laughs> and you see, that's one of those things where... Bro, yeah, you got to take out oh, the, man, the, the such people a good stuff. Heel. Oh, man. Again, uh, controversial, but it's such a good heel storyline because obviously Eddie Guerrero triumphed you know he beat jbl he you know he got him back for it but jbl was supposed to be a delusional americana texas loudmouth like he was supposed to be ignorant so sometimes i feel like we 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 draw this line we go between like you know is it the character or is it the person and i don't know but you see that's a little bit different though because jbl was trying to be a heel like in the piper situation i get it because this is supposed to be a babyface thing he's supposed to be the good guy in this situation you know, and he's putting on blackface against a black opponent who's supposed to be the bad guy. You know what I mean? So it is, it's a little different. It is a little different. Um, let me read this comment. I feel like if you just oh, censor, yeah. uh, it's like, uh, I feel like if you just censor, it's like you're going, aha, yep, everything's been perfect forever. Bad stuff never happened. Nothing to see here. Kind of what I'm saying. Like, do you know how much I have to censor because of uh, how much I have to censor these episodes because of Brandon? Come on. <laughs> Come on. But we got We got to learn from it. Don't do as Brandon does. <laughs> Don't well, do as Brandon does. Do as I say, all right? <laughs> and as I do. Uh, wait, do you, I mean, do you think this will affect, you know, subscriptions in the future maybe? Or do you think sort of the hardcore people are already buying into it? It doesn't matter at this point. I think, I mean, it, yeah, I think it's of a cheap. editing stuff out, but they're still going to, yeah. It's of a cheap enough price, price point that it doesn't matter. It's it like $5 matter. a month. It's like, what do you really care? You're getting all this other content. I mean, at the end of the day, it's NBC's network. Like, they can do whatever they yeah. want. Um, that's the freedom that they have. You know what I mean? If they don't want it associated with their content, then who are we to say, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, you can choose not to subscribe to it. And if you don't, that's your choice. You know what I mean? So we all have choices in the situation. And I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not happy with it. You know, this is where I, you know, I've been like, oh, let's give it a chance. Let's give Peacock a chance. But I'm like, I'm not happy with uh content ever being edited out of wrestling in general you know but that's just me i mean i i feel bad for the uh the guy who has to edit the ecw footage <laughs> because the minute new jack shows up on shows up on a screen it's done it's a wrap you gotta edit out all of new jack's matches all right Everybody but ecw like, I, like it, the question becomes will ecw even show up on the network like, on that, yeah. different kind of footage to get that yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, people say that's why I'm proud to be in, uh, in the 90s. And that's what I'm saying. I actually like, I don't know, man. Like, but I like in the 90s, I was like, like everybody else here. I think I'm kind of proud to be a 90s baby who kind of like saw all of it. 
and kind of like was like, okay, I know what's right and I know what's wrong. And I kind of formed my own opinion off of that. It's like, I don't look at that footage and go, well, that's be- it made me the person who I am. Uh, like, I don't, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, these video games are why kids become the way they become. Does that make sense? Mm. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Breathe. But, I know. Let's take a breath. <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it, Brandon. Um, so let's talk about some of these reports that are going on. I don't, I don't know if we could use this again, Brandon. We're, our Discord's going crazy here. Oh, Discord's doing its, doing its thing. Let me, let me see. Let me see. If I take away my, my camera here. Uh-oh. 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 We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it, though. Brandon, keep talking. What, what, what's Skype, the next subject you, know, you want to talk about? Skype is always all faithful. Oh, uh, I guess we should get into this. This is a little hot and heavy. Uh, stuff about uh, the edge. You think uh, so? And it's, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. I mean, he's, a hot, he's a hot guy. He's just a hot guy. He, he's uh, a hot guy is what you wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really so there are reports. <laughs> uh, basically, what Brandon's alluding to is there are reports that because Edge is starting to look a little bit older, that WWE has a problem with it. Um, and what I don't understand, what I really don't understand is how people are believing these reports. How do you believe a report that says, oh, there's a controversy because Edge is starting to look older every week that, and there's a problem? If that was a problem, Goldberg would definitely not be on WWE TV. Because <laughs> Goldberg's, Goldberg's had his little gray whiskers for about 20 years now, right? And then, again, but the way people are, yeah. they're going online and they're saying, you see, Vince is out of touch to this. And I'm like, no, guys, 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 use your head. Use uh-huh. your head. It's like, remember Ric Flair and his old man body during the 2000s? Exactly. So my thing <laughs> is, if this were true, it'd be stupid. But even if you read the, but the fact that people are commenting it on it tells me they're not yeah. reading a report because there was speculation that it's because Edge is looking older that they have a problem. But even then it was speculative. And yeah. I don't get why people took this as the gospel. But I, I guess I do. The internet wrestling community is a little bit toxic, all right? And it's kayfabe news, right? A lot of people are pointing that out. My favorite, kayfabe news. Kayfabe yeah. news is like the Brandon Brown of the wrestling uh, of the wrestling <laughs> dirt sheets, you know? It's like you can't really believe a word that it say. Um, but but anyway. Give it facts, bro. Spit the truth. There were we rumors that that's why he turned heel, things like that. I'm like, no, no. You know why he turned heel? Because he's better as a heel than he ever was as a baby face. And Edge is a damn good baby face. Just for the record. But literally, Edge Even better. has done his best work as a heel. All right? So now you have a situation. And I guess let's get into this. All right? So I tweeted out uh, last week, and it went viral. I yeah. think it was like 3,000 likes, thousands of shares, things like that. Like, it, it, it did pretty well. And I was, like, really happy because it was like, wow, like, I didn't realize I'd affect so many people by just, like, tweeting something I observed out. And yeah. the tweet was this. I said, 2011, Edge retires due to a neck injury. 2016, Daniel Bryan retires due to concussion concerns. 2018, Roman Reigns' career comes to a screeching halt due to a leukemia diagnosis. 2021, all three men are in the main event for the WWE title, uh, Universal title at WrestleMania. Wow. All I said, and just normal thoughts, but apparently it affected a lot of people. I was getting comments like, you know, I wasn't invested in this feud, but like when you say it like that, how could I not cheer? Uh, and it's like selling that, that to me means a lot because it's like 
you know, to know I've affected somebody in a positive way to look at this feud. Uh, you know, obviously it's not much, it's just words, but it's like to do that for people that that's everything. All right. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that actually, you know, talking about this feud, a lot of people did not like the fact that Daniel Bryan was kind of coming in to this feud. Mm. A lot of people didn't like, they thought it was going to be edge versus Roman reigns. And I said, you know, I commented, Ryan Satin said something like, I don't understand how people don't like Daniel Bryan's involvement. You should have seen this coming a mile away. And that's where I said, Mm. Sometimes I think people work themselves into the situation they want to see. And they don't keep room, they don't hold space for the possibilities, right? It's been obvious since like December or January that they're building Daniel Bryan towards something. What it was, we didn't know. But as we started to pay attention, you started to see it was the universal title, right? So he started talking about like, oh, this might be my final run in December. You know, I want to help these kids, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's something in me that I kind of want to do, do it for myself. If you paid attention to that, you know, you start seeing the pieces come together. So Edge wins the uh, Royal Rumble, right? And Daniel Bryan's still kind of slotted in that world heavyweight title picture. And it's like, what are we going to do here? So we knew it was kind of inevitable. Maybe it was going to be Edge versus Daniel Bryan and the winner faces Roman Reigns. Maybe it was going to be a triple threat. We didn't know. But again, people were just like, Edge versus Roman Reigns. And I don't, like, they don't want anything else to happen, right? <sighs> I saw comments that said the Royal Rumble is pointless <laughs> if someone like Daniel Bryan can just get slotted into this. In, yeah. And I don't understand how people work themselves into a shoot so bad. Because the Royal Rumble is a kayfabe thing. The Royal Rumble is a kayfabe thing where people win it and they go on to WrestleMania. But how many times was somebody else inserted into a match. It doesn't have to be a one-on-one. This is professional wrestling. There's a lot of moving mm. parts here, right? There's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of suspense. There's a lot of twists and turns on the road to WrestleMania. It's not called the expressway to WrestleMania. It's called the road to WrestleMania, right? And that mm. road is filled with despair. All right? So to me, it's like, it does it really matter about if the Royal Rumble is, you know, uh, sacred and the winner should get the main event. First of all, mm. the winner doesn't even get the last match of the night some of the t- sometime. Okay? There was a time period where WrestleMania existed before the Royal Rumble existed, okay? So my thing there is like just if it's entertaining, does it matter? Mm. And and not only that, but look at look at where we got. We thought we were getting Edge as a baby face, this big baby face versus Roman Reigns, the big heel. But now we're getting all of these shades of gray. Because Edge has now basically turned heel. At Fastlane, I was like, okay, he shows shades of gray, but SmackDown, he fully embraced the heel turn. Mm. And he's basically, but here's the thing, the best heel is he really? Yeah. But here's the thing, that's what I was going to say. Shut the hell up, yeah. Brandon. Sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, the best heels are ones who have legitimate gripes. And Edge has a legitimate gripe, which is, I won the Royal Rumble. See, th- that's the thing. Listen to Edge and Kayfabe. He's saying the same thing that fans are saying. I won the Royal Rumble. I deserve a shot at WrestleMania. Don't just shoehorn this guy in. He doesn't deserve anything. I won the Royal Rumble. I outlasted 30 men, including Daniel Bryan. So he's correct in the sense, which makes the best heel because he's got a point. So he's got that chip on his shoulder and he's like, what the hell is this guy doing? Daniel Bryan's showing shades of gray because Daniel Bryan's saying, I don't really care if you won the Royal Rumble. I want my shot. I've been screwed out of things. And even the way he said, like, ah, I told you so, kind of was a little shades of gray there. He made Roman Reigns tap. He said, I told you last week I'd make him tap, and I did. And I should be the world champion or universal champion right now. I'm not. 
So he has a legitimate gripe there because he's like, I should be world champion. I should be going into this match anyway at WrestleMania. Then he offers solutions. He's like, all right, make them face off on night one. And then at night two of WrestleMania, they can fight me. Or what he said first, let them fight and then I can fight them right afterwards. Well, no, we can't do that. Hey, but you made me do that elimination chamber. Was that fair? Mm. But oh, now that Roman Reigns or Edge have to do it, it's not fair. Then he offered night one, night two. And they said, wait, we don't want to do that yet. It's like, oh, well, you know, at WrestleMania, I had to fight two matches at WrestleMania 30. But you you can't do it. These guys can't do it. So Daniel Bryan... Again, it doesn't matter. I don't care who's babyface, who's heel. It's a very intriguing storyline. That's all that matters. Like, I'm captivated by that. And people can't seem to lose themselves into this. They work themselves too much. They're overthinking. I always say, again, I always say, I watch wrestling correctly, in my opinion. When the show (laughs) is on, when the show is on, just like when a Marvel movie is on, not the time to start saying, well, this is CGI, and this is this, and this is what I can see, and start picking it apart. You're supposed to lose yourself in the moment. You're supposed to have fun with it. You're supposed to treat it like it's real. Critiques and stuff can come later. That's my problem with people. They're critiquing as stuff is live. Just have fun. This would hopefully be a fun, a fun matchup, man. It, it, it's yeah, it's like man, it's weird that he's being inserted in the match, but then it sort of gives more. It's good weird almost. though. It's good yeah, weird it's like because good it's not weird, like you yeah. don't want to see it, right? Right, exactly. You still want to see it, you know? Like you said, it's like you saw the Reigns and Bryant, you know, fascinating. You're like, oh, this is good. Like maybe I want to see more of this still. And right. I, I do still want to see him face off with Edge, you know? Right. I want to see Edge and Brian go at it. So it's, it's like, like it's still there, yeah. It's like Brandon hitting on a woman. It's like, you notice <laughs> it, it can go bad, but like it's intriguing enough. The disaster is intriguing enough to like you keep watching, you know? <laughs> it always works, right? 10% of the time. Right. It works. <laughs> so going back into AEW, I want to talk about AEW for a second here. A yeah. lot of people, I saw people saying stuff about because AEW is running uh, a house show the Friday before WrestleMania. And people are like, are we not going to call out Tony Khan for hurting all the independent shows that are running that weekend? I said, wait, hold on a second. Mm. I posted footage because, you know, we're right in Tampa, right? I was like, the arenas where all that stuff's running is probably like 10 minutes away. Daly's place is like freaking three, four hours away. Yeah. People are either going to have to want to travel for that or they are going to live in the area already. It doesn't hurt anybody for them to run that show. In fact, it's smart. Because they're not necessarily coasting off of WrestleMania because it's not there. Like, it's not in the vicinity. Right. You know, it'd be different if they were running a show 10 minutes away from Raymond James Stadium. Like, then it'd be like, okay, well, Tony, Tony Khan is just trying to make a buck. But this is more like, all right, guys, we know it's WrestleMania re- weekend. We know you like wrestling. Well, here's an alternative if you'd like. That's all it's doing. And then they're also selling bundles for the Dynamite. Um, that week so you can go on Wednesday and then go on uh, Friday again it helps the wrestling business to have more options guys I don't know why people get so scorned they're hurting the wrestling business I don't understand speaking of, of being scorned um, <laughs> a lot of people are scorned that Bailey doesn't have a storyline going into Wrestlemania uh, what do you think about this Brandon I'll, I'll give you my opinion you know what I, I would have been it's Bailey, you know so it's like She's one of the top, you know, at least in, I think fan opinion, she's one of the top, you know, women's wrestlers. She should have something big going on at Mania, you would assume. Uh, my thing is, she she sort of did the feud with Sasha, and then you have 
uh, Lacey go out, you know, Charlotte go out, and it's just like, and uh, Oscar's tied up. It's like, what else do you have, sort of Bailey do? Unless see, I think sort you're, of I, see, I think I think you're kind of uh, I think you're kind of like the rest of the fans, and this is kind of what I want to point out. Right. So I think a lot of people are overthinking the situation. Mm. Um, and they're like, you know, what you just said, they're either like in favor where they're like, you know what? She had a big storyline, cooler off. There's other things going on. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the other people who are like, this is a travesty. She carried the show for most of the year. And then she was the women's champion for such a long time. And now you got nothing for her. Here's my, th- here's my thing. A, a character like Bailey is like a Seth Rollins, right? Where Seth Rollins can go out there, get his ass kicked, lose, and like still gain momentum from it because of that chicken shit character they have right so here's a scenario for you right and i foresee it happening don't at me when it happens (laughs) wrestlemania night one night two whatever whichever night it is bailey comes out and she says exactly what the wrestling community is saying how come i was the most important part of of this show for 2020 i carried sasha banks i carried i carried this i carried that and yet, you don't have anything for me. So guess what? I'm going to take this in my own hands. I demand to have a match right now because I am main event Bailey. I want a match at WrestleMania right now. I don't care who it is. Bring their asses out right now. Cue Becky Lynch's music. Oh. Would you not be okay with that? And people are saying, well, Becky, you know, she's coming off the pregnancy. It's a- yeah. I'm not even saying for her to have a full match. I'm literally saying for Becky Lynch to hit the ring hit a couple of her moves, hit a, what do you call it? What's a disarmor? Tap Bailey in like two seconds. And then there's your nine second match at WrestleMania. And everyone's like screaming their heads off because Becky Lynch is back. And then Bailey for the next couple weeks is on TV going, I wasn't ready. This wasn't fair. I wasn't even formed that I was going to have a match. You know, like basically talk back everything she had done. I, I didn't even want a match at WrestleMania. I was hurt. I already had an arm issue and, and you put me out there. This was unsafe working environment. Because Bailey can get away with that. Okay? That's my point. Is like, I think I foresee them doing something special with Bailey. And I see force I foresee it. So don't at me when it happens because I think we're uh we're gonna get something special there. Alright? Yes, Bailey is not lost, people. <laughs> well, Brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple more topics to talk about here. Uh first of all, let's talk about uh Road Dog. Uh Road Dog did have uh I guess a heart attack, his wife's saying, so our prayers are with the Road Dog. Uh but everyone is saying he's doing well. So uh that's great news now. Um let's also talk about the Hall of Fame. Um we got two people going into the Hall of Fame. One and eh, meh. And then one that is an absolute legend in the wrestling business. So let's talk about the legend wait, first. Wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about the legend in the wrestling business, okay? One of the best big men in the the business, okay? One of the guys that you look at him and go, that is exactly how a big man should be. And then the other is Kane. (laughs) So. (laughs) Did it. No, but in all seriousness, um, it was really cool to see uh, Undertaker on the bump uh, tell Kane he's going into the Hall of Fame. And Kane was literally like this, you know, professional. Then he's like, just kind of loses his smile and kind of just like lets the moment sink in. Um, that man loves the wrestling business. Um, and I can't think of a better guy to go into the hall of fame. Kane is up there. He is one of the best in the wrestling business. Uh, he deserves it. Um, and yeah, man, how, how long has Kane been there? Like, since, I mean, I mean, he's been in WWE is. since 95, like man. Wow. 1995, you know, and, uh, as Isaac Yankum and stuff. And, 
Um, Unbelievable. There is not a lot of men that could be positioned as the Undertaker's brother and seem just as good, if not better, than the Undertaker in his prime. And Kane was one of those guys and doesn't get enough credit because uh, here's a guy who, when he had his mask on, he had no facials. You couldn't tell, see his emotion, but he made that work with his character when he did that little like head tilt, when he would just go like that, and it's, it looks so menacing. Kane got his character down to a T, and it's funny, I thought he was scariest when he had a mask on. He was scarier when he took the mask <laughs> off. Like, that is a talented, yeah, talented yeah. guy. And yeah, like uh, everything pro wrestling says, when he got choked up, I was happy for him. I got choked up when he got choked up. I'll say it like that. Um, Kane, Kane is uh, amazing for the wrestling business. And I'm going to give you a controversial opinion. I am very happy the great Kali is going in because a lot of people don't understand. They're looking at it from American eyes and American eyes are, you know, great Kali was a terrible worker, everything. You got to understand what that man means to India, right? And speaking of Indian people and stuff, he is a celebrity. He's the type of guy. I'll give you an example. Uh, Edge, Edge, Edge and Christian actually talk about it on their podcast uh, years ago, where Kali, when he came back uh, in the Punjabi prison and he grabbed the title from, uh, from Ginger Mahal, he held it up. Edge was like, knowing the great Kali, he knew that was going to be in every Indian newspaper is why he did it. So even though us as American fans, we were like, look at this idiot. This is what the general consensus was. Look at this idiot taking the title from, from uh, Jinder Mahal and holding it up. Was he think he's WWE champion? Or is he a moron? Listen to what Edge said. He's literally doing that because he knew he was going to get on every newspaper doing that because he's that well regarded in India. And he does, you know, run a wrestling school. He's given back to the wrestling business. I think he behind the scenes, Kali means a lot, Um, you know, so I'm not even here to down his in ring performance. I'm just saying that is a huge, huge thing for Indian fans to have him inducted into the Hall of Fame. All right. So it's not like if Brandon was inducted into the Hall of Fame or something, that wouldn't mean shit. But um, there's also rumors uh, Fightful was basically confirming that RVD is going to be going in. And Paul Heyman all but confirmed it by saying, I, um, me, it basically posted footage of him doing the, the uh, what do you call it, the induction video for someone. He says, doing the induction video for someone in the Hall of Fame, and it was like him doing this. So, I mean, all but confirming it. Um, so, Rob Van Dam apparently is going into the Hall of Fame, which I think you all know I'm a huge Rob Van Dam fan growing up. Um, How yes. are you liking this uh, this class so far overall, man? This is, this is pretty good. It's, a, it's yeah. an amazing class. It really is a really good class, but like it makes me feel old because like we're getting some like people who right. are like very like, new damn. newer guys, in my opinion. You know, yeah. Um, like so the fellas it, it, don't feel that old, you know? Yeah, but like it's you amazing. know, they've been there. What? Yeah. I mean, they've but been there since oh yeah. eight. You know, you like you, like, that, like yeah, when you really like, say it, like the Bella Twins have been there since two thousand eight. And if you go further than back, FCW, I think, was 07. You know what I mean? Like, I was graduating high school that year, put in perspective. I'm, like, 32 years old now. So, I get it, man. I, it's just, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. The big collie doesn't feel, like, old to me either. Like, that same sort of thing. Yeah, but he's like, been gone for like a while guy. now. But if yeah, you really think about it, he's been gone for a while. Um, one thing I did also want to talk about, I saw a tweet where somebody was saying, man, you know what? Looking back on it. Brock Lesnar's last reign as WWE champion was really good, and they show all these pictures. I said, whoa, Brock Lesnar's always been a lot better. It's just people have the blinders of negativity on, and they always hate Brock. I get it. Sometimes Brock's booking is rough, but Brock Lesnar has never been bad himself. Brock Lesnar is very underrated in the eyes of wrestling fans. Like, you got to understand, like, listen to his coworkers. Mm. Daniel Bryan's talking about how good Brock Lesnar is and that people don't give him credit. You know what I mean? 
But uh, Brandon, you know, I think we got one one last topic uh, to talk about, which I was surprised. I thought we were going to talk about it first, but uh, I guess this is our main event. So let's go. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Here we go. Ding, ding. What I want to talk about is a hashtag that went out this week, middle of this week, which was hashtag main event ba- banks versus Bel Air. And this was trending worldwide. So basically oh. what they're saying uh and by the way kyle i want to say he says right hall of fame for me used to be a bunch of black and white pictures of guys now it's wrestlers that wrestled in the hd era that says it all right there to sum up our last topic but again sasha banks versus bianca belair the general consensus from people is that uh they should be main eventing their night of wrestlemania which is night one okay on the same card that we have bobby lashley versus sasha uh bobby lashley versus drew mcintyre so i'm gonna give my opinion on this um my opinion is well actually let me let's hear the wrong opinion first and then i'll give you my opinion, <laughs> wrong Go ahead, opinion. wow wrong opinion all right here it goes people I, I, it would be great to have sasha and bianca main event but i don't think what they've done in the short amount of time to build the feud warrants a main event spot even though you say oh you got two nights you know you can give it to them one night the problem is, I think you still have better feuds with bigger implications sort of going on. And so it's like, I don't think they've done enough in their feud to warrant just making this a main event for the sake of making it a main event. I mean, they could okay. and get away with it, like you said, because it's two nights, but I, I, I don't like that idea. Okay, so here's my opinion. Um, I think that there's enough history on Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair. We have two black women challenging for the SmackDown women's title for the, oh, a women's title. I should say for the first time ever. Um, I think that's historic. Um, we've had women main event WrestleMania before, and I don't think that there is a, I think the positives outweigh the negatives of putting them in the main event of night one of WrestleMania. I don't think there's a reason to not put them in in night one, uh, the main event of night one. Uh, especially since it's a two-night mania, it's kind of your halfway mark. You know what I mean? So it, it's kind of where the co-main event. it's the co-main, it's a co-main event in that sense, you know. But then I guess people may, might argue. Well, you see, they gave them night one; they couldn't give them night two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it'll, like you they'll, can't they'll, make they'll them happy anyway. But th- but then that'll there'll be controversy, uh, controversy no matter what. But I think to me, it's up to Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley to kind of step in and say, "Hey, give them the main event. We'll go on before." Or we'll go on first. I I would argue that it would mean more. And here again, this is kind of making the best out of both situations. I think you put you, you anchor the show with um, Bianca and Sasha as the main event. Let Drew and Bobby go on first. You know why? Because Drew McIntyre gets to walk out as the first person to get a crowd reaction. That to me gives the men a good enough moment that you go, wow, that's history. But then you set the precedent later on in the night of you got the two women main eventing there. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just two historic things, right? But then, of course, you know, you probably have people say, why couldn't they put the women out first so they can get the reaction? And it's like, no, I think Ah, in the long run, I think it will do more for the wrestling business to put Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley first to get that crowd open. You know, get that crowd really, really excited, no matter what the result is, as far as I'm concerned. And then you put Sasha and, and Bianca in the main event to basically say, here's what we're doing tonight. This is we're making history in every way imaginable. Does that make sense? 
Which is now, I'm wondering if they'll end up doing that. Actually, they'll probably end up doing something. They, like I that. think they will. Yeah, but I think I think, I think it, Drew. But, but you see, again, it's know. one of those win-win situations because I think if I was Drew McIntyre, I'd say let me go out first. Let me get because again, it helps his career to be the first person on the record to be like I get that first reaction from a crowd, and then it does something for Sasha and Bianca to be in the main event. So it's win-win in that sense. So to me, the the bad way to go about it would to be put would be to put Sasha and Bianca in the main event and put Lashley and Drew before because you run a risk either way either Lashley versus McIntyre is going to be so hot that it cools the crowd off for the actual main event or they kind of have a eh, match which or uh, let me let me go back mm-hmm. people are going to be so hot for Bianca versus Sasha that it kind of makes a meh match for Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Now, here's where I will damn the IWC for, because what I just said is how you should say it, all right? I think they should have the the main event, right? But people were throwing in, I, I don't think people understand that just because you make a valid point doesn't mean that you have to throw toxicity into the situation. I saw people, now listen to what I'm saying here, Brandon. I saw people saying that if you don't want Sasha and Bianca in the main event, you're racist. Oh, wow. Tell me what's wrong with that <laughs> what statement. Tell me what's wrong with that statement. <laughs> pretty much all of it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's a crazy Great statement. insight, Brandon. This is a talking yeah. wrestling show. You're supposed to be talking. There's what's wrong with it. The other choice for the main event is your black WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. It's not yeah. racist. You can say it's sexist, maybe. You could at least say it like that. But you can't say it's racist. Okay, that I, I don't understand why people are throwing vitriol into this. The other toxic situation is saying, well, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley didn't do shit. Drew McIntyre didn't do shit. Bianca and Sasha deserve it. It's like, okay, again, we do not, we're not sitting here and downing the uh, careers of Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. They deserve a main event spot just as much as anybody else, if not more. That's my point. You don't have to down their careers to enhance Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. In fact, I would argue that if you are downing their careers, it doesn't do anything for Sasha and Bianca because it should. It means more that if these guys are so good and then you still put them on the main event, it means more for them to have leapfrogged that while these guys are elevated and in this position. People just always approach it wrong. The, the execute the the sentence is correct, but the execution of it is wrong. These are uh, t- Twitter Twitter folk. That, that These are the Twitter from? folk. But you know, yeah, somebody okay. said something, and I realized it later on, which I never really realized. Which is the Twitter folk. A lot of them are teenagers, and they don't mm. they're not mature enough. You know, it, it's true. A lot, a lot of people. Okay, but anyway, to summarize, I think the best way to go. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre opened the show to get the crowd going. Have a hot match. Finish the night with Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Because there's no reason not to. Because whoever goes on first is a main event as far as I'm concerned. Because it's the first show back for fans in a year. They're the main event no matter who, no matter which way you spin it. You could literally throw out Michael Cole in the first match <laughs> and people would lose their minds to see wrestling. So that's where I say 
anchor anchor the men on 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 first and then finish off with the women there anyway oh man but anyway guys episode 119 of the kenny for your thoughts podcast we did have some technical difficulties to begin with so i thank you for staying with us uh as far as long as you did if you're still here please hit that thumbs up button subscribe and we'll see you what next friday night probably right brandon Uh oh we'll see more than likely Brandon's, Brandon's as committed to the show as an absent, <laughs> absent father. Uh, but <laughs> right. So Diego says Bailey versus Cole on first loudest yes. pop. I agree with that. Put that's what Bailey should do. You see, but you see, there's a scenario for you. If it's not Becky Lynch, all she has be, to do uh, is say, I don't have a match yeah, right. at WrestleMania. Michael Cole, get your ass in the ring. And then like, right. it would just be funny. Bailey's going to have a good time at WrestleMania. I promise you, no matter what it is. All right, guys. But thank you for for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next week. Or I guess later this week, technically.